Hello, and welcome to the Get Transformed podcast of Transformation Christian Fellowship. We are so excited that you're tuning in, and we hope that you will be empowered and transformed by the Word of God. We're going to get into the Word uh, today. Um, like I said, we received such an awesome, awesome uh, message uh, or messages uh, from uh, Pastor B uh, through the leadership, uh, I'm sorry, through Vision Month. And I really don't want to, I, when, when, when he asked me to share today, uh, I was seeking God and, and just trying to hear uh, what the Lord is uh, uh, saying and what his word would be for today. And uh, as he was sharing with me, uh, he didn't move me off of the, 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 the ideas and the thoughts that Pastor Brandon shared uh, during Vision Month. And, and so today, I just want to stay uh, in the vein of that, those thoughts regarding the prophetic statements uh, he shared. Uh, specifically, I really want to kind of uh, hit that fourth statement that he uh, shared uh, when he started off Vision Month in January. And so uh, let me just quickly share uh, these statements with you real quick, and I'm going to get right to where I'm going. Uh, number one, it says, the, the remnant of believers who have postured themselves in humility, purity, and integrity will ascend to great influence and affluence, while those who have puffed themselves in pride will descend from platforms. Number two is a prophetic warning. Uh, it says, do not give yourself over to lies and deception because you will forfeit the promise of God. Number three, uh, in 2020, God will right the wrongs inquired by the righteous. He will right the wrongs inquired by the righteous. And here's the fourth statement that I really want to get to because it, it just so lines up with just just it's just kind of hit my spirit right there. It says those who consistently make the worship of the Father a priority with obedience of heart to him will ascend spiritually to new dimensions of his glory and power. I like that. I'll read it one more time. It says, those who consistently make the worship of the Father a priority with obedience of heart to Him will ascend spiritually to new dimensions of glory and power. Listen to, the, listen, listen to this. Uh, our ascension journey will be uh, challenging. And there will be obstacles we face. Satan and the powers of darkness will exercise their normal tactics and strategies to frustrate, aggravate, irritate, vex, and oppress us along the journey. Of course, there will be a choir of naysayers that will try to discourage you and I and we may experience our Judas that will betray us. 
the apostle Paul declares in uh, Ephesians 6 12 our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against rulers against powers against world forces of this darkness against spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places therefore you and I must be prepared for the battle ahead are you with me come on talk back to me in the chat we, we must be prepared for the battle ahead you and I must know and believe that there will be obstacles since God is positioning us for a strategic kingdom purpose let me say that one more time you and I must know and believe that there will be opposition since God is positioning us for a strategic kingdom purpose you you have to believe that you you have to believe that look Jesus himself said a servant is not greater than his master if they persecuted me they will also persecute you we got to know that because Jesus himself was persecuted as he was set as he was sent and let's put it this way as he was set and sent for a strategic kingdom purpose that is to seek and save the lost that that is to uh, uh, reconcile the world back to himself he he was attacked he was he 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 was persecuted and so we got to understand because you, you know Jesus Jesus says in John 17 he says the way the father has sent me I have sent you we have to understand that just like the journey that Jesus took we have to take the same journey we, we have to take the same journey. I appreciate the writer in Hebrews, the writer in Hebrews, the writer in Hebrews chapter 12 tells us that, that, that we have to fix our eyes upon Jesus. We, we got to understand and know that, that, that the struggle that he faced, uh, 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 and, and, and then he goes on around, chapter, around verse 3 and tells us, look, look, he, 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 he took on a lot of things unto himself because of sinners, sinners. He allowed himself to be exposed to a lot of things because of sinners. And none of us have to have resisted to the degree that Jesus did, but we need to keep our focus on Jesus because as Jesus uh, handled the pressures and the challenges and the obstacles that he faced along the journey, uh, as we keep our eyes upon him, uh, if we focus upon him, then we will gain courage from his journey and we won't lose heart and we won't faint hallelujah Hi everyone. my name is Bumi, and i would like to invite you to go ahead and download our transformation christian fellowship app it's a really convenient and really easy way to stay connected with us here at tcf you can find the latest sermon and more of our exclusive content here at tcf you can simply download the app in the app store or the google play store or go ahead and click on the link in the bio and download it from there don't miss out. And remember, transformation starts here. So we got to understand that there will be obstacles. 
there, there will be obstacles along the way. Come on, somebody just say it in the chat. There's going to be some obstacles along the way. Pastor Brandon just preached the other day of a Sunday. He, he preached the temptation of Jesus, and, and he, 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 he opened up the scripture, and, and he, talked about, he talked about how the devil, even, look, look, this is the wonderful thing about that. He, 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 look, he was, Jesus was baptized in the Jordan by John. The, a voice from heaven comes out and says, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And, and, and what a glorious moment. The, the word of the Lord says that, that the, a dove came down upon him and lit upon him, and he was filled with the Holy Spirit. But the moment that he was filled with the Holy Spirit, then the Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness. The scripture says to be tempted by the devil. And after he was there 40 days and 40 nights, he, he, he fasting, the word says that he was hungry, and then Satan comes along. Hallelujah. He comes along and he tempts him. But we understand that Jesus won the victory even in that moment by utilizing and exercising the word of God. Now, I understand that I haven't given you my scripture, but we're going somewhere. Just stay with me. Understand, stay with me. I know where I'm going. Just walk with me, all right? So, but look at this. I want you to see this. With all of that said, our greatest challenge and our struggle will not come from outside enemies. I want you to understand that our greatest struggles, our, our, our challenges, our obstacles will not come from outside enemies. While we are on this journey of ascension, the, the, the path that we take, the, 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 the road in which God is leading us uh, corporately and individually, uh, there will be challenges along the way. There will be challenges. There will be people who tell us that we won't be able to do this. We can't do this. We can't do that. You're not capable. You're not qualified. You're not equipped. They will make uh, 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 accusations against us and against you on an individual basis. They will tell you all the things that you're not and the things that you cannot do. There will be obstacles. There will be people who are near to you, dear to you, who will actually uh, uh, betray you. There will be people uh, that will, will disappoint you. But in all of that, I want you to understand something. We need to understand that the greatest challenge, the obstacles, the struggles will not come from an outside enemy. Here we go. What, where, 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 where is it coming from, preacher? Uh, I thank you. I'm glad you asked me. Our greatest challenges, our greatest struggles will come from the enemy within us. Our greatest challenges, our greatest struggles will come from the enemy within us. Our flesh, our old man, our sinful nature. That, that's, that's where the struggle is coming from. It, in most cases, 
in a lot of situations, we sabotage our own doing. <laughs> I saw, I saw, I saw my cousin in the chat, and he has this this saying. He has this saying. He says that we we melt the cow, fill the fill the bucket up, and then we go kick it over. <laughs> we sabotage our own ourselves. Here's the message. I saw it come up on the screen already. But here's the message for today. I, I want to talk about the battle within. The battle within. The battle within. Let's go to Romans. Romans chapter 7. Romans chapter 7. Romans chapter 7. Now, there's a couple verses that I want to read here in Romans. Romans is such a powerful book. Such strong um Biblical principles on <laughs> and doctrine on salvation and so many uh, uh, foundational principles of the faith. But I want to talk about this one principle here, uh, starting at verse 21. Uh, I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation. It says, I have discovered this principle of life. This is Paul speaking. I have discovered this principle of life. Excuse me, thank you. That when I want to do right, I inevitably, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love God's law with, it, with all of my heart, but there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. The power, this power, makes me a slave to the sin that is still within me. Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that this dominant that is dominated by the spirit, but I'm sorry, let me read that one more time. Don't want to mess that up. It says, oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that is domin dominated by sin and death? Thank God the answer is in Jesus Christ our Lord. So you see how it is. So you see how it is. In my mind, I already want to obey. I'm sorry. In my mind, I really want to obey God's law. But because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. I'll stop the reading right there, verse 25. There's something that we got. Now, I don't, I don't really want to I don't want to go into a whole lot of doctrinal uh, arguments right now. I don't want to, uh, I, and it's not that I don't understand what Paul is saying, and and, and I don't and don't don't think I didn't study and, and hear the arguments. Um, you know, it, there there's 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 some things in reference that um, that scholars disagree about. Uh, 
this particular text in chapter 7, uh, especially when Paul begins to speak a little personal, uh, make some personal statements here. He, he begins to speak in the first person, and people begin to think uh, and say they wonder if Paul is speaking before his conversion or after his conversion. They, they, they argue the point, well, <clears throat> that was Paul before his conversion. And then some people argue the point, well, that's Paul after his conversion. You know, uh, well, it, it, what, what we got to understand and what we really got to understand, know that um, <clears throat> even the apostle Paul uh, and all of us who have been saved, the, the old nature was not annihilated. Yeah. Even though we know that apostle Paul was a mighty man of God, but his flesh his old man, his old nature was still there. It, 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 we, our, our nature, our old man, our, 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 our flesh it, it is not annihilated uh, at the point where we're saved and we're born again. That, that, that's why he says there's, there's still no good thing that dwells in him. So, so we got to understand that Paul is no different than us. Paul, it, like us, uh, what we need to understand is, is that we are a, 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 a tri-part individuals. We, we are made up of a spirit, a soul, and a body. What, what we got to understand is, look, who, who, who I am is not who you see. See, I'm a spirit who has a soul that lives in a body. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's we 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 understand. That's what we have to understand. I, I I'm a I'm a spirit that has a soul that lives in a body. Now now some people will will even you know we we have some questions even about that. Uh uh uh. But I'm not here to fight nobody, and I'm not here to try to uh uh uh, uh, uh argue the point. But that but 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 here's the word of the Lord in in First Corinthians five twenty three. Uh, Paul says, "Now may the God of peace Himself sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and soul and body." Be preserved completely without blame until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He says that he might sanctify you entirely and that your spirit, soul, and body be preserved complete. What, what we got to understand that we are made up of body, soul, and spirit. If we go to Genesis, the word of the Lord says that God scooped up dirt from the ground. And he breathed into the dirt, and man became a living soul. He, he became a living soul. And so what we have to understand is that there, that, that, that we, we are a, a tripart individual. We have a spirit. And for those of us who are saved, in our spirit is where God takes up his residence when we're saved. Uh, John 3, 6 says, humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. At the moment that we're born again, God, just like he breathed life into Adam, he breathed life into us. 
and quickens our dead spirit. Romans 16 says, for his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are children of God. 1 Corinthians uh, 6, 17 says, but the person who joined, who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. We, we, we have to understand, we have to understand, we have to understand that God dwells in our spirit. He dwells in our innermost man, which we call the spirit. We, we, we have to understand we commune with God there. That's where communion happens in our spirit. That's where intuition happens in our spirit. Our ability to rush, to think up and make decisions between right and wrong is happening right there in our spirit. Our, our tuition, our instinct is right there in our spirit. It, it's, it's, it's where the place of, of dwelling that God dwells in there. there. There God dwells. He dwells in our spirit. In our soul, we have to understand there is a will there. There is emotion there. There is intellect there in our soul. In our body, we have our sensory. We have our sight, our sound, our touch, our taste, our smell. Our organs makes up our bodies. But it is the thoughts and the decisions that take place in our spirit and our, and our soul that are our outward actions that are seen in our body. Let, let me say it one more time because I even had a problem with that. Uh, let me say it, make, me, make, me, make it a little bit more clear. Our thoughts and our decisions that we make within our soul and our spirit is seen in our outward actions within our bodies. And it is these thoughts and decisions that will determine how far we will ascend. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 See, what we are, 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 are what's going on on the inside of us, what, what's going on on the inside of us, we must understand, we must know that what's going on on the inside of us will determine our, our outcome, our ascension, how high we will go, how far we will, will go. How, 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 you know, I, I like that, I like the uh, uh, Psalm 24, uh, the, the, the David, David, man, Man, David tells us, and whew, my time is moving. Let me look here. Let me get through this. Let me get through. Uh, uh, but I got to say this. I got to say this. Stay with me. Look, Psalm 24, Psalm 24. Look, I, I love it. It says, how, who, who can ascend to the hill of the Lord? He, he, asked that, he asked that question. Who can ascend? Who can ascend? Now, now David writes Psalm 24. Uh, the, uh, the scholars believe that David writes this psalm around the event of him bringing up the ark back to Jerusalem. He, he, he writes the psalm in, in, in the event around 
them bringing the ark back up to Jerusalem. The ark had been down. That first of all, they the Israel had lost the ark. Then, 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 then the, the 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 Philistines got the ark, and and then because of all of the trouble that God was causing uh, in the Philistine camp while they had it, they said, Let, let's just get rid of it. And so they got rid of it. They, 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 and, and, and so, uh, 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 they, 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 they housed the ark for a little while, for about 60 years, uh, while Saul was in, uh, in, was the king. You know, Saul didn't, never, he really didn't give a whole lot of thought to the ark. But when David got the ark, and, 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 and the ark, and he first tried to move it, and, and then they moved it up to Obad Edom's house, and, and, and they had to stop there because one of the, one of the, one of the priests, uh, dropped there because he touched it, and 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 God anger kindled up, up against them because they were carrying the ark uh, inappropriately. They put it on a cart, and that's not the instruction of God. So when the ark almost tilted over, the 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 priest reached out as a reflex, and even though he did it. Uh, in concern for the ark, he died because it wasn't being done according to the word of God. See, that's 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 a key point there. That's a key point. So they put the ark at Obed Edom's house, and while the ark was there at Obed Edom's house, the, the Obed Edom and his household, the word of God says, was blessed. He was being blessed. And so David heard that, you know, Obey Edom uh, 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 is being blessed. And so David, now now some people say that this is selfish. He didn't want Obey to be uh, blessed. <laughs> David said, no, he can't be blessed. But, but David is saying, though, what David thought is really, look, that blessing is, is for the corporate. That, that blessing is for all of Israel. And, and it's not just to be for just one person. But because but, David understood that where the presence of the Lord is, where the presence of God dwells, that there is blessing, that there is prosperity, there is affluence, that there is there, there, there's mighty miracle things that happens when you're in the presence of the Lord. I, I gotta move. I, I'm 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 gonna, I'm I'm gonna be way over. I can't. Hey, this is TCF. Listen, listen, listen. Listen, look, look, David, David says, look, we got to go get the ark. We, we got to go get the ark. So David, David says, David, David, David writes this song and he, he begins by looking at how great God is. He, he says, look, 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 God is just great. God is a great God. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all the they that dwell therein. He founded it upon the seas and upon the, he, he created all of this. And, and so when you, you know, it, it falls in line with Psalm 19. It says, the heaven declare the glory of God and the firmament shows forth its power. Hallelujah. He says, there is no speech that it does not, that it does not, uh, there's no place where there's speech that the, that the sky does not touch. It's always declaring his glory. He, he, he says creation declaring his glory. And so when David looked around at creation and said to himself, so he said to himself, oh my goodness, who can stand in such a place of such an awesome God? 
who can do it? Who, who, who has the ability to stand in the place of this awesome God? And he goes on, he says, he that has clean hands and a pure heart. <laughs> who haven't lifted up his heart towards vanity. He, 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 he understands, he understands that this mighty God ought to be worshipped. He understands that this mighty God ought to be worshipped. And so when he gets down to the end of the psalm, he says, open up the gates, you ancient doors, for the king of glory shall come in. They believe that this is when the processional was coming up towards uh, Jerusalem and in and, 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 and the old city of Jerusalem. And, and, and David is saying, open up the gates because the king of glory, so the king of glory shall come in. And, 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 and all the people on the wall would, would say, well, who is this king of glory? He's, he's the Lord strong and mighty. Hallelujah. <laughs> they, 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 they ask, well, who is this king? He's the Lord mighty in battle. He's the king of glory. Hallelujah. That's who he is. He's an awesome God. He's an awesome wonder. And so as we think about our ascension, as we think about this, 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 this ascension journey that we're on, we have to understand that we stand in the presence of an awesome God. We, we stand in the presence of an awesome God. And we must understand and we must know that it is only through the worship, the consistent, listen to this, the consistent worship of the Father with obedience of heart. We must have this consistent worship with obedience of heart to be able to ascend. And all of what's going on and, 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 and the possibilities, we understand that the possibilities for us to ascend is there. But we must come to grips with the fact that our old nature is an obstacle, a challenge for us to overcome, to be able to stand in the presence of the Almighty. Understand me today, ladies and gentlemen, my brothers and sisters, it's not about if I'm saved, if you, if you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. It is not about uh, if I'm saved and if I, lose, if I can lose my salvation. I don't have time to deal with that doctrine of eternal security, but I want you to understand this is not about salvation, uh, your salvation experience. Uh, it's just whether I'm saved or or not, but this part is a part of the benefit of our salvation. It's it's the the benefit of communion. It's communion. It's communing with this awesome God that we serve. That that's that's what that's what we have to understand. That that's what we have to understand. We could never stand in the presence of God in our in and of ourselves. We're, we're sinners. We're shaped in iniquity. Pastor Brandon uh, 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 opened it up to us and let us understand that, that we were imputed righteousness. Scripture tells us that, that uh, in Ephesians that by grace we're saved through faith and not of ourselves, but it's a 
free gift of God, lest any man should boast. We need to understand that. But we need to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. We, we have to work this thing out. We, 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 what God has put in us, it is our responsibility to work out of us. To allow him to do the work that he started in us. And it's the old man that will cause the hindrance from our communion. Let, 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 me, let, me, let, me, let me keep moving. Let me, let me move a little, let me move a little further. Let, let me understand. Let me, let's, let's, let's look here uh, because, because I, I just let me move a little bit here. Uh, uh, Paul, Paul gets to this place. He says, look, he sums it up. He sums it up. He sums it up in chapter, in, in, in those verses in chapter 7 and verse 25. He says, um, thank God. He says, I'm miserable. And, and, and look, yeah, you don't have to, you, 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 all of us, all of us have been there. The, the thing that we, we, we set our hearts to do, before you know it, we ain't done nothing. We're doing the absolute opposite. We, we, we make, we, you know, this is the beginning of the year. We, we make uh, 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 resolutions and we declare some things that we're going to do and we say we're going to lose some weight. I didn't make that a resolution, but that's something that I just got to do. I stepped on the scale and scared myself the other week and I said, Lord, 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 Lord. <laughs> we going to have to do something about this. I'm just showing a little bit too much prosperity right around the waist area, right up in here. That's just too much prosperity. That's just too much prosperity right there. And so we, we make those claims, and before you know it, we, we say, we say, and I've been doing pretty good over the last week or so. You know, I told myself, I'm not going to eat no more uh, snacks, and I'm going to cut those out. I'm going to get back to the water, to the juice, and to the fruit. And I've been doing pretty good this week. I've been doing pretty good, I must say. Even though my wife and my daughter just keeps on buying snacks and stuff. And the Lord is tempting. My God. <laughs> somebody somebody say pray. Just, just pray for a brother, please. Pray for a brother. But but look, in my own strength, in my own strength, in my own strength, you know, I'd have gone a week, but 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 there's a whole new week coming. And the, and the old man sees the sees the sees some of my favorite snacks, and, and my eyes begin to look at them, and and you know see see because you know as as we understand that Pastor Brandon had taught you know there's there's three areas of of, of of temptations that that get you either the lust of the the lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. That's where the enemy hits you in one of those three areas or in a combination: the lust of the eye. The lust of the flesh or the pride of life. And so when I get to seeing those snacks, I'll be like, oh, Lord. <laughs> you, know I like, you know I love the, that flavor of Doritos. <laughs> Woo! But I can't have because, you know, and, and, and so in my own strength, 
in my own strength, I, 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 would, I would yield to temptation sometimes. I would yield to temptation. But, I, but, 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 but what I got to do is I got to call on God and say, God, you know, I know I need you to help me right here because right now those Doritos are calling me. They, they're just calling me. They, they're calling. I got to, I can't, but I can't, I can't yield to temptation. <laughs> We, we, we got to understand, we got to understand and know that there will be moments of temptation. There will be moments just as Jesus was tempted. Jesus, Jesus was tempted in the wilderness when he was hungry. Uh, uh, he, he began to utilize, he began to utilize and exercise the word of God. And so Jesus did not operate in his own strength which he could have, but he utilized and exercised the word of God to combat the enemy and the temptation. Because in ourself, in ourself, we would yield to temptation. Even though we say in something in our spirit, our spirit man say, I want to ascend. I want to arise. I, I want to go higher. I want to know God deeper. I, I want to see him move in a special way. I, I'm not, we're not talking about just uh, material things here. We, 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 we're talking like Paul talked. He says, I want to know him. I, I, I want to know him. I, I got a lot of credits to my name. I, I, I got a lot of stuff that I have achieved. He says, but I count all of that as nothing because for the excellent knowledge of knowing him, I want to know God in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. I want to know him. That, 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 that's what we're talking about, ascending. There, there's a deeper knowledge. There's a deeper understanding. There, there's a deeper understanding. You, you know, that, that we want we want to have a Moses experience. We want to have a Moses experience when he ascended to the mountain. And, and, and Moses began to plead with God. He says, God, if you ain't going, I don't want to go. We're going to stay right here if you ain't going. I'm going to stay right here because that's where you are. If you don't go, I don't go. He says, he says okay, I'll go with you, Moses. And then Moses says, look, show me your face, God. I want to see your face. This is the type of extension that we're talking about. We want to walk daily in the face of God. We want to see him. Look, we don't want to be like the children of Israel. The word of God says that Moses understood God's ways. The children of Israel only understood his acts. The, the God shared with Moses face to face the things that he was about to do. The children of Israel only saw the stuff that he was doing. Moses was on the inside. Jesus tells us the same thing as his disciples. Look, as you're my friends, I don't call you servants. You're my friends. The things that the Father shares with me, I'll share with you. We have that promise. That's the kind of ascension that we're talking about. That's the kind of things that we have uh, domit, those new dimensions that the Pastor Brandon is talking about. The, the, the dimensions where we see things before we see them. We, we know things before we know them. We understand before it's even uh, uh, explained because we are in that communion with God in such a way that God is doing such a thing in our life that he's taking us to places that we've never been before that we've never seen before deeper dimensions higher heights greater understanding and wisdom in our life 
That's what happened. That's what the scripture is really saying in Matthew 6, 33. It, it, it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. That's what we're talking about here. So, so, so Paul, Paul sums it up. Paul sums it up. I'm almost finished. I'm almost finished. Just stay with me. Stay with me. You're with me. Talk back to me in the chat. He, he, he sums it up in verse 25. He says, he says, look, I'm a miserable person. The stuff that I, I want to do, I don't do. He, 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 he says, the stuff I, I want to do, I just don't do. He says, I find, he said, I understand that there's a principle going on here. There's a principle, there's a law going on here. That the moment I, I set my heart to do something, evil is ever present in me. Since we have set our hearts to a sin, TCF, there will be evil on the road. But the issue is not outsiders. The issue is this old man. It's the old nature. It's the flesh that we have to fight. It's, we, have to, we have to deal with ourselves first to be able to deal with the things from without we must understand this. So Paul says, I'm miserable. I'm a wretched man. He says, who, 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 who will free me from this life of domination that's dominated by sin? Who will lift me up from this life where I'm enslaved to sin? The sin that is still within me. Look, look, I, I explained the, 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 the sin nature. The sin nature is, is, is there in our soul. It's the old nature. The sin nature is there in our soul. It, it, it's, it's the soul life. It's the soul life. It's the life of, 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 of where we, where, where we, where, of our thinking, uh, of our thinking. And when we begin, if we do not begin to renew our minds, if we don't begin to renew our minds, our thinking and our decisions will cause us to stay on the road where we are and even possibly even retreat if we're not careful. Let me say that one more time. If our thinking and our decisions are made based on our soul life, we will stay where we are, and if we're not careful, we will retreat along the journey because we have not decided within our soul life to allow God to be the Lord of our life. That, that's, that's, what the, that's where the issue lies. That, that's where the issue lies. We, 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 we cannot only see him and receive him as Savior, but we must receive him and, and allow him to be Lord. We, we must be uh, more, more. He must be more than just a Savior. He must become our Lord. And so he, in, in answer to his own question, he says, I thank God. The answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. He doesn't even say Lord and Savior. He says, Lord. 
He says, I see how it works. I, I see how it works, and I hope you see how it works now. I, I hope you see how it works now. I hope you see how it works now. I hope you understand this, 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 this enemy within, the, the battle that goes on within. I hope you understand. He says, look, he says, I, I see it now. I understand this now with my mind. I really want to obey God's law. Now, he's not talking about Moses, the Mosaic law. He's not talking about the Ten Commandments. He's not just talking about the, he's not talking about the Ten Commandments. While the Ten Commandments is holy, it, it, we understand that. But the Ten Commandments and the commandments in the Old Testament, it, 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 that, 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 that which is holy, what the enemy has done to it, is caused it, uh, to us with it, has caused us to only uh, see the sin that is within us. That, that's what the commandments does. That's what the law of Moses really does. It only allows us to see the sin that we are, uh, 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 the sinners that we really are. That, that's what it is. That's where it is. And that wasn't, God, the, the commandments uh, presents God's will. It, it presents God's character. It, it shows his holiness. It, it tells us all about God, who he is, but it also reveals to us and opens up to us our sinful nature. That, that's what it is. That's what it is. And, and, and so he says, because he said, I want to be, I want to, I want to obey God's law. What this law is he's talking about is the law of the spirit, which he begins to get into in chapter eight. He, he begins to under, he begins to uh, uh, release to us in chapter eight that there, there's another law, which is the law of the spirit. He says, but because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. That's, that's Romans 7, 25. He says, he says he, I really want to obey God. That's my desire. I, I really want to obey God. I really want to obey God. And I, and I, I believe today there's some people in, in that's listening to me that wants to obey God. You, you have every heart and every thought in your mind to obey God. But the, but the old nature... Your, your, your unregenerated self, that, that self sometimes creep up, that, that you know, that, that, that we, when a trigger, when a trigger is hit, when, when a trigger is hit, when, when somebody says the wrong thing, when somebody does the wrong thing, they, yeah, that, that trigger hits the old man, and that, that trigger, and, and, and instead, of, instead of exercising the word of the Lord where it says, pray for those. <laughs> who persecute you. Bless those. <laughs> we don't pray and we don't bless. We curse and fight because that's the old man. And sometimes it makes the old man feel real good. The old man feel good when we curse and fight. Yeah, it does. It does because we tell people, we tell people, look, 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 well, this is what we tell them. You don't know who I am. Am I right about it? We, we, we tell them, I, I, you don't know who I am. And we start talking about all the old man stuff. Look, I come from West Side. I'm from the West Side. Look, you're supposed to be saved. You're supposed to be from heaven. You're supposed to be a kingdom person. And now you're talking about some residents on the West Side because it was, I grew up in, a, all you trying to say is, I grew up in a tough neighborhood and I ain't going to be treated like that because you don't know who I am. And the old man feel good. And, and, and then you talk to yourself and you got to tell yourself, you, he, he start cheering you on. Yeah, tell him, tell him. 
tell them, you, you, you don't take that. We don't roll like that. You don't understand. That's the old nature. And you feel good about yourself. Because if you, if you do that stuff that Jesus be talking about praying, bless, you feel like a chump. And you can't have people chumping you. That people call you you're soft. There's some other words, but I can't use right now. You know what those are. But what we got to understand is there's a way that seems right unto man, but the end thereof is, is, is death. We, we got to operate in the word of God at all times. That's what this 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 statement is getting us to is that we got to be consistently worshiping. See, worship is not when we just come to church and we shout and lift our hands. Real worship is when everything is going against you, but you hear the word of the Lord. Real worship is when you're in the desert and you're hungry after 40 days and the enemy tips you and, and you say, man cannot live by word alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Look, that's worship. And worship is when you put yourself aside and elevate God and his word. That, that's, that's worship. That's worship. That's worship. That's worship. Listen, look, look, uh, 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 Abraham understood worship He, because he, God told him to take Isaac, his only son, the one that took him forever to get. Take him, and, and I'm going to show you a place, and I want you to sacrifice him. That's worship. That's worship. Isaac, and, 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 and when Asia, the word of God says, when Abraham saw the mountain far off, he began to tell his servant, look, me and the lad are going to worship, and me and the lad is coming back. Oh, I like that. He says, look, God says you're going to kill him on the mountain. But, but Abraham says, me and the lad is going to ascend to the mountain. And me and the lad is coming back. I don't know how and what's going to happen between this up there on the mountain and the time that we get back. But both of us are going and both of us are coming back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go ahead on and obey the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord says he put Isaac uh, on the on the on the on the altar, and he was about to sure enough kill him when the Lord says, ah, "Stay your hand." That that's worship. That that's worship. Look, I like to shout. I can't shout like I used to because my knees hurt after I do it. But I give him what I got. I love to lift my hands. I love to holler. But that's just not worship. That's not only worship. The highest form of worship, what God is looking for, is obedience. He's looking for our obedience. He's looking for us to live in his word. That's where he is. That's what he wants. I, there's so much more I can share. But I, I'm going to end. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me bring this to a close. Let me bring this to a close. I, I have to. We, we have to walk consistently I must obey the voice of the Lord daily see this is what we got to understand this is this is this is this is this is this is uh, this is something that we got to understand we don't we, we we let's not cast our eyes 
way down the road. See, the journey is a long journey. It's a long journey. And, and a lot of times we're looking all the way down the end of the road. And what God is really saying to us, look, let's be consistent. Step by step, day by day. Je Jesus says, Je well, not necessarily Jesus, but the word of the Lord says, he says, today when you hear my voice, today, just today. So when you get up today, just, just today, when you get up today, just Lord, our prayers, the disciples' prayer, our Father who art in heaven, how be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Give us this day our daily bread. Then, then, yeah, he, he don't tell us, you know, give us bread for today and tomorrow. Look, when, when, when Israel was in the, the, the wilderness, he gave them manna every day for that day. He gave them enough for that day. There was only on, on, on the Sabbath day that they was able to go out to get for two days to carry them over for that day in the Sabbath because he wanted them to rest on the Sabbath. But every day in the wilderness, there was bread in the wilderness that day. They went out every day bread in the wilderness. They gathered it up enough for that day. The next day they went out. What we got to understand is we got to trust God for today. Whatever he says today, we, we, we have to walk in today. We, we have to walk in today. Because we, we, that, that's how we become consistent. If, 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 we, if, we, if, we, if we, we take a step today, we, 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 we take a step today uh, before you know it. And when we really look back, uh, 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 we, we've gained ground instead of losing. We, we're ascending instead of descending. If we're walking in God's word today, we're ascending. That's, we're, we're ascending. I told my wife, I told my wife, I was joking about my, my prosperity around my, my waist earlier here. I said, you know, I, I'm not, I, I, want, I know how much the big number is I want to lose. But, but my real goal is just to lose two pounds a day. Yeah. If I can lose two pounds a day, then, then at the end of the week, that's 14 pounds in a week, and that's pretty good. I, I, so I'm not, my goal, my goal is not to, to, to I'm not looking I'm not looking for the end of the week to hit the 14. I'm just trying to hit two a day. Two a day. If, if, if I do two a day, by the end of the week, I got 14. That, that's amazing. That's amazing. That, that's good. That's good. That's good weight loss. And, and I'm not killing myself to do it. We, we, we got to understand that God has fixed it for us to work out our salvation, that we move about consistently on a day-to-day -day basis. Let me, let me close. Let me close. Let me close. Jesus says, Jesus says this. Jesus says this. John 6. He says, the Spirit, the Spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes nothing. And the very words I speak to you are spirit and life. Look, he, he tells his disciples 
that anybody who desires to come after him, they have to give up their own way, pick up their cross, and follow him. That, that's really what it's all about. We, we have to give up our own way, pick up our cross daily, and follow him. Follow him because, because in, 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 in his way, the words that he speaks, the words that he has shared, because it's in the words that he speaks, the words that he shared, we find spirit and life. And because we find spirit and life in the words that he speaks, in the words that the spirit gives, we are able to descend, ascend. We're able to ascend. We'll be able to go to those spiritual dimensions and, 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 and witness the glory and the power of the risen Lord. I'm going to stop right there. I can go so much further. There's so much I will more to more to share. And I hope this has been a blessing to you. I hope you understand that our, our battle and our ascension journey is not outside. The battle starts within. The battle is with the old man. We, we got to work on the old man. We, we have to be renewed in the spirit of our minds. We have to think to get up, to move up. We have to think up. That's what, that's what, that's what uh, 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 Colossians tells us. Colossians 3 tells us that we have to think on those things above. So, so to move up, we have to think up. I have to think up. If I want to move up, I got to think up. I can't think down and move up. I can't think earthly and move up. I got to move up. I have to think up. <laughs> Hallelujah. I have to think up to move up. I want to offer you. Thanks for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. We hope that you subscribe so that you can continue to be empowered by the latest podcast. For more information on Transformation Christian Fellowship, visit our website at transformationchristianfellowship.org or download our free mobile app on the App Store or Google Play Store. If you would like to support this ministry, simply text TCF1 to 77977. We thank you for your generosity and for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. And remember, transformation starts here.